We debuted a new segment this week. It's the Live Wire. Fitty finds some sounds and some storylines nationally to bring to the table. What do you have for us today, Fitty? Time now for the Live Wire. Mm. All right, so we're actually going to take a trip around the NFC South. And the guy that we got to learn a little bit more about during the QB documentary was Falcons head coach Arthur Smith, former uh, former Tar Heel, a very well-respected guy for his offensive mind. Changes in Atlanta as they're moving forward with Desmond Ritter as their uh, starting quarterback. And the Falcons head coach, well, he's a big believer in Desmond Ritter. I like a young quarterback, and, you know, he uh... – you know, people look at just the last four games last year and they say, well, not based on those four year games. But he really, you know, progressed from the time he came on campus here after he was drafted and had a good camp. And he's always he's been a strong leader since he's shown up here, um, continued to develop. Um, I think he worked well with, uh, with Mariota last year, learned a lot from Marcus. Um, and he's a learner. He's got a lot of humility. And, and as the year progressed, he had an opportunity to play. And I think he played at a you know at a very competitive level the last four games each game seemed to be a little bit better so you know we feel pretty strongly that you know he's going to be our quarterback of the future and and uh you know, we got to play games and we got to see but but um but we feel good about him arthur smith discussing desmond ritter um i don't know if he's seen some of these videos that are circulating on social media <laughs> have you seen the plays that the atlanta falcons themselves sometimes are tweeting out where the highlights are interceptions <laughs> and they're trying to focus on the glass half full approach, yeah. saying oh look at this great desmond ritter has not looked good down with the atlanta falcons and i know he, he was fine i think at the back end of the season but yeah it, it's not been a good camp at least from everything that i've seen reported about what's going on in atlanta can't believe that desmond ritter is going to be the guy of the future west yeah i don't think so either and i mean i've heard a lot about how atlanta is trying to hide him maybe he's a gamer maybe when the Real game start up, he'll turn into a different player. But for right now, it's not looking good. A lot of people are talking about how Atlanta's trying to hide uh, their quarterback and the fact that they don't have a guy that looks like they're going to be able to compete, which is going to be crazy with all the weapons that they have. You're going to have some disgruntled uh, Falcon skill guys, it looks like. Yeah, it sounds like that is very possible. What's the next topic you got for us, Fitty? Did you guys know that Jimmy Graham... Uh, was back with the Saints on a one-year deal? I did know that. I did know that. Okay, well, I'm glad y'all know that because uh, Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, he did not. <laughs> I saw him the other day, and, you know, he was kind of, you know, just uh, talking, having a conversation, and um, I, I didn't know he was playing. You know, I thought he was coaching. And so I asked him, I was like, hey, bro, like, you know, are you helping out coaching? He's like, no, nah, I'm playing. So, you know, anytime I see guys that I played with, you know, 10 years ago, it kind of makes me feel old, too. You know what I mean? But uh, it, it's good to have him back around. Surprising to know that he didn't see all of the tweets that everybody else did. And then he's like, oh, what's Jimmy doing here? Yeah, that is kind of funny from Honey Badger. And Jimmy Graham going back to the New Orleans Saints. Do you expect any production from Jimmy? Um, Man, that's that's so interesting because he was once such a great player, but you didn't hear much from him over the last few seasons. Set out 2022. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with he probably does not make the team. Uh, well, 
I just don't know, yeah, if this is going to be someone now, instead of working with Drew Brees, now he's working with Derek Carr. Derek Carr can get him the football. It's he not going to be like a bad QB by any means. But Jimmy Graham going back to New Orleans. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I should say. Jimmy Graham <laughs> Jimmy going. Graham. Yeah, I don't even know why I said that. Jimmy Graham going back to New Orleans. Uh, nostalgia of the NFC South from back in the day. What's the next topic you got for us, Fitty? All right, well, I got a 704 number asking what this uh, instrumental beat is. I don't know it. So Walker Live Wires Connect UGK. Okay. There you go. This is a UGK beat? Mm-hmm. Wow. You surprised? Yeah. Why? Is it not? I've dirty never heard South? them rap over something like this. It's it's I'm it's, gonna go listen to this. It's song. kinda dirty south, like a little funky. You don't think so? Nah, mm-hmm. this sounds very up north. I thought this was what? like group home or something mm, like that no way yeah. no, I, I don't know man i felt like this seems like it seems like texas driven to me i don't know that's, i thought this was up yeah, it's boom great. you should go check it out and I pimp, will. pimp c is just phenomenal okay live. and I'm on the hook all right fitty sorry go ahead. all right so a lot of talk about <laughs> florida state maybe looking to leave the acc as early as this week well their president he spoke on the matter and saying we want to stay in the acc but not under the current situation um, we, of course, are not uh, satisfied with our current situation. Uh, we love the ACC. Uh, we love our partners at ESPN. Uh, we, uh, <clears throat> our goal would be to continue to stay in the ACC, but staying in the ACC under the, con- the, the current situation uh, uh, is, is hard for uh, us to figure out how we remain competitive unless there were a major change in the revenue distribution within the conference in the ACC conference itself. Uh, That has not happened. Uh, uh, We uh, have those discussions are ongoing at all times uh, and continue to to explore uh, that that situation. Well, I sure am tired of hearing them cry about this at this point. Either make a move, as, as T.I. would say, bust a move, or uh, barbecue a meal, do whichever phrase you want to give. But making those threats huh. uh, out in the public, it's not going to help your case. I heard Heather Dennis talking about that this morning, said it would cost them about 120 M's, also a lengthy process in court. So for FSU, if that's what they want to do, they can go ahead. But then you're going to go to the Big Ten. And while I do respect for the state, uh, I, I think that they are starting to get their recruiting back to the levels they wanted to be at but you're still going to have to go over to the Big Ten and have to deal with uh, some big dogs that I'm not sure you're ready to deal with yet. Also, let's talk about a lot of those cold weather games that you're going to have to play too with a bunch of Florida kids. So, uh, I, I'm not sure if this would be the most advantageous move Advantageous move for them. Uh, they would definitely get more money with the Big Ten doing a new TV contract or the SEC, whatever may have you. But this is a team that's just getting back into contention in the ACC and we're not even sure if they're there yet because, as I said, to me, this is the best team on paper that they've had in a while but we'll see how good they're going to be. So uh, they just need to figure out what they're going to do because, like I said, I'm just sick of hearing about it, sick of hearing the threats. Figure it out. Do what you're going to do. Don't know if it's necessarily on the players except for the normal pressure that comes with going into a season with big expectations. 
But if you're just talking about the big, the brass, the decision makers of each of these athletic programs, there's not more pressure on anybody else other than Florida State within the ACC to perform this season. Of course, Clemson and all these other schools are going to have that as well in some way. But Florida State has been the most vocal about how they deserve more money in all of the in the financial plans that the ACC has right now that they want major change. Yet Florida State just now got to 10 wins and it was the first time in over a decade that they got anywhere close to that. They've moved on from a few different coaches already. Jimbo Fisher, once he left, they were trying to figure it out and we'll see if Mike Norvell is going to stick around long term. It was a good season last year. If they do not compete for an ACC championship this season, after all this talk about how much they want more money and now is the time that they feel they can capitalize on it because they do have a lot of talent. But if you win like seven games, eight games, something like that, and you drop a couple of unexpected contests, who boy, I mean, we're all going to be laughing at you. Like, oh, you want to go to the Big Ten? Yeah, why don't you Why don't you compete? Why don't you make the ACC championship exactly. game first? Why don't you beat Wake Forest? Why don't you beat NC State before you want to pound the table saying we need to get out of the ACC and we need more money? I agree with it's you gonna be 100%, embarrassing. and I love that perspective on it as well, man. They're going to take a lot of flack this season if they don't come out and look like a college football playoff contender all year long. All right, Mike Vrabel in the news, Fiddy. Why so? All right, so th- this piece of audio is, is a day or two. So you might here you are you might already know what I'm about to play you but the Titans said coach and before they signed DeAndre Hopkins he was the best wide receiver on that roster when you look at touchdown receptions well he was asked the other day how many five-year-olds it would take to tackle running back Derrick Henry and here was the head coach's response how many five-year-olds would it take to tackle Derrick Henry I don't even know if they could What is the average weight of a five-year-old? What are we talking? Um, so maybe 60 pounds, I guess. So, so if you think about, all right, let's go 50 just for easy math, okay? Yeah. So Derrick Henry's weight, I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to guess what? It's about two, is 250, about 240, 250, 250, is that about it? All right, so if it takes, if it's a, yeah, 250, right? So Derrick Henry's 250. The average five-year-old is about 50 pounds, but that ain't muscle by any means. I think it would take a good, what, are we are we talking 20 five-year-olds before Derrick Henry comes down, or is that way too light? 20, 20 will do it. Hmm. If they all play, and plus, thing oh, 20 is, definitely the thing is, how smart are they? Do they have a good game plan? <laughs> are a couple of them going at different parts of the body, or do you have maybe seven of them go for the ankles? Maybe a couple of five-year-olds try to give you a knee shot. I think that I think that's I'm what I'm going to go with. with a little bit less than that. I'm going to go about 15. All right. 12 15, to 15. 15 to 20 is our answer. What do you think, Fiddy? Do you have an answer on this? 15 for, for Derrick Henry? Mm-hmm. 
35 kind of seems appropriate. 35. Okay. Mm. Because, I mean, like, I mean, Derek Henry, those kids is like Thanos, you know, when Thanos shows up, he can just throw them off. So. That's true. The Sith arm, I guess they have to get there. That's right, a so good are point. We're talking about it's if Derrick Henry's actually doing moves because nobody's going to be able to take 100 of them. They won't be able to get them. Yeah, especially if if you're starting from 10 yards out and then Derrick Henry, he's going to lose the first. It's like the first line of this, of defense, especially if you're just talking about good old trench warfare. You got the one, the front line, they're going after him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's going to be tough. I'll go 30. I like that idea a little bit better. Fitty. All right, final one, Aaron Rodgers. Why is he in the news? All right, so uh, first of all, we want to wish happy birthday to Zach Wilson. He's quarterbacking tonight for the Jets in the Hall of Fame game, and Aaron Rodgers talked about how this is a great time for the young quarterback to learn from a great quarterback like himself. Well, I think I think definitely some maturity, for sure. Um, as much as anything, I, I hope that this time for him is is like a deep inhale and exhale, that he can really like take a breath and pause and uh, deal with the sit with the disappointment of last year and the frustration, and then channel it. Uh, and I feel like he has, but just rechannel it to a, to a positive and focus on the opportunity in front of him. Uh, to learn with a guy who loves him and cares about him and wants him to be great and wants him to do uh, incredible things every day and to, and to get better. You know what's so ironic about this? Did Rodgers do this when he was in Green Bay being mentored by Brett Favre? Well, there Favre are said he wasn't with that, though, when he came there. Yeah, there are a couple of different ways that this is interesting because you have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and then we already went through this when the Packers drafted Jordan Love. Mm -hmm. and he didn't Aaron, love it. Aaron Rodgers were frustrated. Yes, he did not love it. And so now that you're going with the Jets, you're actually taking the job from a first-round pick there anyway. And so now Zach, he, he knows there's no competition, so there's zero threat because we've already seen what Zach Wilson has to offer. You had some form of a threat with Green Bay once they decided to draft Jordan Love because he was a first round pick and we hadn't seen what he had done yet but you don't have one here with Zach Wilson and so now is the time for him to just sit back and learn from the greatness that is Aaron Rodgers